Good evening and welcome in from wherever you are tuning in from all around the mighty nation of New Zealand or even listening to the podcast. Lucky enough to have Adam join us for a little bit of a take two. Adam from Compound Wealth, we tuned in a few weeks ago to talk all things KiwiSaver, what was happening in the market and why Shazzy's KiwiSaver new she, uh, she's new kiwi saver option sucks uh but we got <laughs> cut off <laughs> we got cut off by the internet but here we are mate we do it all again good to see you as always and i hope i didn't uh, misrepresent the words that you said regarding shares new kiwi saver scheme no yeah well you, you you're pretty much there uh, <laughs> you're pretty much there we'll we'll uh we'll get into that in a bit anyway but uh good to be here and yeah let's let's crack into kiwi saver and what it kind of can look for everyone in 2023, just obviously make people make better decisions um, so that they can retire wealthier. I like it, mate. I actually listened to something really interesting that I know that you would like this week. I'm listening to The Psychology of Money, and there's a whole chapter in there about how one of your favorite people on the planet, Warren the Buffet Buffett, isn't actually as good at investing as we may think. It's just the fact that he's been in the game for so long, and that just explains again that the value of compounding, and it shows what he would have ended up with if he had have chosen to retire like many of us sort of do around 65, compared to if he carried on, and the percentage of his wealth that was gained in those retirement years as such. So I thought you might like that, mate. It was a bit of a takedown, but uh, yeah, very, very interesting. Yeah, look, he he is the the best at just holding forever, and I think Berkshire Hathaway has compounded at roughly twenty percent per annum over the last yeah. fifty years. So, uh, you know, if you look at the NZX fifty or the um, S and P, you know, sitting around kind of eleven twelve percent per annum uh, compound, you know, the Berkshire Hathaway about eight percent over and above, you know, the index for fifty years, which is just unbelievable. Uh, and then again, he has just had the the mental fortitude and uh, ability to be able to just hold for forever, and he's still um, as aggressively invested as he as he was uh, when he was fifty years old. So you know, he's just been buying businesses over the last twelve months with twenty year investment, thirty year investment timeframes, and he's ninety three. So I don't think he's going to actually see the 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 results of you know those investments he's making but the Berkshire Hathaway shareholders will be pretty happy knowing that he's kind of got those investment time frames still at, at the forefront of his mind and he's not kind of making any short term investments he's he's always thinking for the long term so uh, yeah um, never stop never stop investing for the long term it's always the best best way to invest. That's it, mate. Well, you've got a nice document put together for us because you've updated your blog and you're going to tell us about some of the top-rated and best-performing KiwiSaver uh, funds in 2023. So I'll kick back, put myself on mute, mate, and you can talk us through these and what we need to be thinking about. Yeah, cool. So so every quarter what I do is I update – the Morningstar, I take the data from the Morningstar um, quarterly KiwiSaver reports, and I just make it into a nice, easy-to-read uh, report on, on our website. Uh, so compoundwealth.co.nz forward slash blog. Um, there's a best-performing KiwiSaver funds going into 2023. Obviously, we don't know what's going to be the best-performing funds of 2023, but what we've done is I've looked at 
the top ranked funds based on the most recent five year average yearly performances up to the end of 2022. Uh, and we break those down into uh, different categories. So, for example, conservative, moderate, balanced, growth, and aggressive. Uh, and what I just wanted to do was talk about, obviously, some of the more uh, regular KiwiSo providers that are on those lists that show their names for uh, more often than, than some uh, other providers. And just talk about that, you know, there's actually a lot of active KiwiSaver providers versus passive KiwiSaver providers that have, you know, that are regularly showing up. So active KiwiSaver uh, managers are providers that go out and actually seek, uh, un, you know, uh, superior investments. So uh, they're going out and picking stocks effectively where uh, passive KiwiSaver strategies, uh, they track an index. So um, very much uh, trying to keep the cost to a, to a minimum and uh, investing uh, in a broad set of indices. So what we see, uh, you know, your Milfords, your Key Streets, uh, Generate, Booster, all of these are active KiwiSaver providers who uh, have actually performed really, really well over the last five years. So yes, yes, fees are important, but what we are seeing is active KiwiSaver providers over the last five years have, have done really well. Uh, across all categories, uh, and that's from conservative up to aggressive. So uh, in the conservative fund categories, top performance, we have Milford Conservative at 2.9%. Uh, second, Key Street Conservative at 2.5% per annum for the last five years, and a Kiwi Wealth Default Conservative at 2.3%. Obviously, that's just been sold to Fisher, so, so that will no longer uh, be around that fund, but uh, what we are seeing here is, you know, uh, Milford very active uh, New Zealand manager and Key Street a, a very active New Zealand manager uh, with two of the top conservative funds over the last five years. If we skip up and we'll go to say a balanced strategy again, Milford is the top six point six percent per annum for the last five years, and then Key Street uh, first time I've seen their name on this list. Uh, in the balance category. So, so the, they've had a really good last five years. So that's part of the Craig's KiwiSaver scheme. Uh, yeah, they haven't really performed that well over the last 10 years, but the last five years they have they have done um, a lot better. So they've obviously made some changes to their investment mandate. And I, th I think over the last 12, year, uh, 12 months, they've actually weathered the storm uh, regarding kind of the last, you know, bad period of markets, they've, they've weathered the storm one of the better, um, you know, as one of the better outfits in the market. And then we have in the growth category, again, Milford active growth, number one, 8.1% per, per annum over the last five years. And then Fisher um, at, at, at second and third place, Fisher growth, 5.4% uh, per annum. Quite a Big difference between the top performer there being Milford and Fisher, 8.1 versus 5.4. So effectively, Milford have absolutely blown everyone away over the last five years in that growth fund category. Again, uh, they they had a very uh, high, well, they had a relatively high allocation to New Zealand and Australian equities in their portfolios. Uh, that has come down a lot now, but um, five years five years ago, when 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 those markets were doing really well, they they did they did have a high allocation there, so they did really well out of that. Um, hence, the their five year average returns sitting really really good. 
And then in the aggressive space, uh, we've got the Booster Socially Responsible High Growth Fund at 6.7% per annum, uh, Booster High Growth at 57 and a MAS Aggressive, which is the Medical Assurance Society, uh, at 54 uh, So, look, again, um, it's good to see an ethical KiwiSaver fund in there at the top uh, over the last five years. And that could be um, a sign that, you know, obviously more money could be flowing into some more of those, you know, ethical assets. So look, that's, a, I guess, a, a bit of an overview. If, if people want to kind of read that, then they can just go to uh, compoundmouth.co.nz forward slash blog, best performing KiwiSaver funds um, for, for the 2022 period. And we do update that quarterly. Nice work, mate. I was actually just... Logging into my KiwiSaver to uh, have a <laughs> have a little bit of a look at my performance and financial year to date negative five point six two percent. Hmm. But uh, you know we've still got a couple of months of the financial year to go. But my fees, mate, seven hundred and thirty five dollars. Fuck, that's a fair chunk What's of change. What's your balance? Uh, Sixty six and a half. I need to do something about that. I've got a couple of those Key Street funds, though, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, well, you, you, you do a lot of your own uh, stock picking, don't you? Well, look, you know, I don't like to think that I'm uh, Warren Buffett, but, uh, yeah, 1.1% of my total balance and fees this year already, this financial year. But, yeah, I, I do. I, I self-manage my own KiwiSaver, which is obviously heavily risky. And um, yeah, not without well, yeah, that, risk. That's, that's not bad being only down six um, percent. Thanks, mate. For for the last twelve months. Yeah, I didn't that's, think. Yeah, I mean, I, a couple of months ago when I had a look, it was good. yeah, it was probably around well done, twelve. Yeah, it's really bounced back this last month, hasn't it? I think even this well, last three months. Is still well, um, I was reading. I was reading that since October last year, we're near the market's nearly up twenty percent. Really, twenty? Wow! From, from from October, so we're you know you could say we're nearly back in a bull market, uh, but Ooh. we know how we we know how quickly things can change. But uh, yeah, since October, obviously at the start, you know at last year, uh, especially at the beginning of the year, we saw a lot of blood early, and then. The, the end of last year, we, we have seen a, a you know a, a bounce back. Uh, so yeah, January I think was a six percent month uh, for for global equities. Uh, so yeah, we 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 have seen a big pullback, and people will you know people will see that in their KiwiSaver balances um, and obviously other investment fund balances. So it's it's reassuring, um, you know that that obviously you know things have. Last year was a tough year, but what people really got to remember is think like Warren and think 20, 30 years away and, and just think that at the moment, that money that I'm putting in, uh, my 100 or $200 a week, I'm dollar cost averaging, and effectively when we do finally see a big comeback, you know, that's when you will make the most out of, you know, all, all, all that money you've invested throughout, say, a two or three year recessionary period. And if we do go through a recession over the next year or two, and we do see markets go down further and further and further, just remind yourself that we're in a Briscoe sale and, you know, you're going to be nabbing those towels and those and those sheets for, you know, 20 to 30% off. So that when, you know, obviously you need to move into that new house, 
you can you know you can you can you can stock it straight away so um <laughs> people people need to people need to realize yes i know it's hard um because you know seeing the value of your investments going down is not always not always that nice but uh when you can remind yeah when, when if you can change your mindset and go oh actually now i'm i'm actually buying more for less great mm. yeah and i think the we often make changes like i see this all the time of clients who don't pay the correct amount of tax but they don't have to yet and they're like i've got another year and so often they'll go oh, i'll just I'll, I'll pay it in a year no worries i like i'll pay it when it's due and as we get closer to it to it being due they often regret it because they think oh i'll be able to like that's it's ages away i'll have the cash for it then but in a year your life changes so much and your business will change as well and then they can't pay their tax and all of a sudden they're scrambling for different solutions and different things and I remember when I stopped contributing to KiwiSaver for quite a while to clear some of my credit card debt and stuff like that. And it was quite a big move to go back to contributing. I was sort of like, oh, maybe I'll do that next month. And then, or maybe next year, I'll wait till I get a pay rise. And then you end up with this time out of the market. And I think that's what you always talk about of just trying to stay consistent build habits, like stop logging in, checking your KiwiSaver balance if you're not going to be using it and and just trust the process long-term, right? Oh, 100%, 100%. And it's one of those things I always tell people, look, if you can put 88 bucks a month into your KiwiSaver instead of waiting right until that end of end of government contribution year where you actually have to put in the 1,050 because it comes up and you go, oh, wow, I actually have to put in $1,000. But if you can Mm. just chip away at it and put your... 40 bucks a fortnight or 80, 88 dollars a what's about 87 dollars a month then you'll get to that thousand and fifty if you're self-employed um you know that that's the that's if you're self-employed and obviously if you're paye then you're going to do it automatically but uh, i think most people are pretty good with KiwiSaver now it's very rare that i that i come across someone that doesn't have one i do get the odd punter that says oh KiwiSaver is a scam and all the yeah. rest but um people people what, what are People, people, people are a bit better than what they were five years ago. What What do you hear like when they tell you it's a scam? Because I'm genuinely really interested in that. I ask them, and I I sort of hear that, oh, you know, they'll they'll take it back off you, um, or it's just another form of a tax, or you you'll never actually get it one day, or all sorts of different shit. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard, um, I yeah, I've heard a lot of different scenarios. A lot of them are. Yeah, just don't make any sense. But a lot of it does. A lot of it does come down to, I think you know people. It's more people that when they get themselves into financial hardship uh, and they're trying to access their KiwiSavers, that that's when they they don't like the idea of it uh, because it, their money is locked up. But when things are going well, they they like the idea of it. But when things are a little bit tougher, you know, that's when people can get a little bit. Um, you know, um, oh, this thing's, you know, not right for me and, and all the rest. But what, uh, the, the greatest thing I say is is, is the, the reason why people do so well in KiwiSaver is because it protects people from themselves. Uh, and oh, for, for the last 13 years, it's it's done exactly that. And people that have stayed in have averaged, you know, in a growth strategy 8% per annum. And the reason why they've averaged 8% per annum is because they've had to stay 
stay the you know stay the stay the ship. They've got had to go the the whole way without making a, a stupid decision, and that's mm. uh, pretty much I reckon why KiwiSaver is probably going to be the biggest investment for a lot of people is because they can't get their mitts on it and make any stupid decisions and go buy a brand new boat and then you know crash it two weeks later <laughs> with no insurance. Yeah, I think no that's one of the. The, the main thing that I like about it, because I've taught myself to think longer term now. So I think of it as this is so exciting. I, I put money in and I know that I can't touch it. And one day it's just going to be fucking fascinating to see how much is in there, <laughs> like <laughs> what I do of it or who gets my will and figures out that they get my KiwiSaver and they're like, holy shit. Um, you know, hopefully. But, you know, even today, right? So Ryman Healthcare, they're doing a big raise because they've got too much debt and they're trying to turn some debt into equity. So what that means is they're trying to convert some of the debt, just like you and I would have debt and have to pay interest on that. They're trying to borrow from their shareholders instead by selling more shares at a discounted price. Then they'll pay off some of their debt and that'll decrease their interest costs. So it's kind of like getting a loan from mum and dad, interest-free almost, um, but you've got to pay it back at some stage and they'll probably want some value too. But anyway, there's no interest payments in the meantime once they reduce their debt. But, I've got, because I've got shares in Ryman in my KiwiSaver, I get an email today saying, hey, you're allocated X number of rights to be able to buy these shares. Do you want to buy them? And it's 200 bucks, I think. Um, and part of me is like, well, it's in KiwiSaver, so I'm never going to see it. But then the other part of me is like, yeah, but Ryman Healthcare over 40 years could be fantastic. Uh, or it could just blow up and run into the ground. So for the sake of the two hundred bucks, shall I, uh, you know, shall I have a look at it? So, or shall I do it? So then I'm like, I'm thinking about this too much. It's two hundred bucks. Just get it in there, and it's more storage into the into the retirement fund down the track. So pulled the trigger and and got that done. You're not going to need to worry about life insurance in ten years' time, Loki, because yeah, you'll be self-insured to the max. Well, that's a good point because i actually had a call today with my insurance advisor about life insurance and it's actually quite cheap uh, because my cover's not massive but yeah i think you've taught me before that i'll probably get to the stage where i actually won't need to to pay for that anymore as well no no like yeah you'll get to a point where your investment account or your kiwisaver account is you know x and that might be enough for you to go actually i don't need any cover anymore um, yeah. And it could be 45 or 50. And that's when you want to, that's when your, your premiums are going to start going up the most. Hey, Ben's asking, can you self-manage KiwiSaver as in choose your own shares? Is that what Luke was saying? Yes, that's something that I do and I've done for a number of years. But uh, Adam will know a lot more about it than I, because when I did it, there was only sort of one way to do it. But now there's there's quite a few, isn't there, Adam? Yeah, so there's uh, Craig's. They were the first. That's where Luke does his. and is the Kiwi Wrap Kiwi Saver scheme, but you have to have an advisor associated with your account, and it's more kind of focused to eligible investors uh, who have somewhat understanding that what they're doing, and you, you do have a larger suite of uh, you know uh, securities to invest in under the Kiwi Wrap Kiwi Saver scheme. But you could go to kiwirap.co.nz and look at their investment options supplement on their website. Uh, and if that's something that you wanted to do uh, and just run it by someone, then, yeah, have a chat to myself. The other option that is about to come out is Sharesies. So at the moment, Sharesies have just uh, announced that they're going to be launching a KiwiSaver scheme shortly, 
at at the moment they've just uh, identified that they're going to be just doing three funds and they're going to just be effectively white labeling uh, an AMP balance fund, uh, a pie growth fund, and a pathfinder growth fund. So effectively, uh, sharesies will just be kind of offering those those funds on their platform. Uh, you could just go straight to AMP or Pathfinder and get the same investment fund and, and pay about, I, I can't remember what the fee structures were, but it'd be cheaper to go just directly to the provider than go via Sharesies. But if you wanted to invest in, you know, two or three different funds, then you'd use the, the Sharesies app to invest in it, but it would be more expensive because obviously they'd be taking their fee plus AMP or uh, Pathfinder would be taking their fee. So, however... They will be, I think, releasing uh, a suite of individual securities that you can purchase. So you've got some sort of more more control or more options to to invest if that's something that you wanted to do. I'm not a big uh, advocate of of um, self invested KiwiSaver because most people make stupid decisions um, and don't really know what they're doing or they think they know what they're doing. Luke knows what he's doing. Um, (laughs) um, But I'm not a big advocate of it because at the end of the day, uh, it's your retirement savings and people do kind of get into a bit of a trade mentality, which can, uh, yeah, it can make make them make some bad decisions. So just be very careful if you are doing the, the self-invested KiwiSaver that, you know, you really put some, you know, thought into the investments that you're making. You're not just trading short term. Um, it has to fit your risk profile and your, you know, your investment timeframe, especially if you've got 15 to 20 years and you're going to be going investing, you know, um, and trading stocks, then you're going to be doing that for 15 to 20 years. Who has time to be trading their retirement savings for 15 to 20 years? I don't. Not many people do. You've got better things to do. So, yeah, just just make sure you think about it. Yeah, I've, I've heard a few stories about how people just roll their entire KiwiSaver just into one share only, and I sort of think, well, <laughs> is that because they don't they don't have the funds themselves to be able to invest into that? So then they're using their KiwiSaver because that's well, what I would have done so. back in the day. Yeah, mm. I'd say that's that, that's one hundred percent it, and they want to take that risk on. Uh, so. You know, I know a few people that have, you know, put all put their whole KiwiSaver balance in Tesla and and those kind of things, and yeah, extremely extremely risky. However, if you know they think Tesla's going to, you know, still be taking the world by storm in thirty years' time, and they can ride that, you know, ride that volatility and ride the wave, then yeah, look, they're probably going to be a you know multi 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 millionaire just in their KiwiSaver if they can handle it. Uh, imagine if you had. Imagine if you had you had your KiwiSaver in uh, bloody Apple fifteen years ago. Um, I don't yeah. think you're worrying about anything. But that's the thing. Like, even if you've got your KiwiSaver all into one stock, and let's just say it goes up ten x, or even like eight x, or six x, like when do you know to pull that out? And then what do you do from there? Like, you still can't touch it. Do you, you know, do you be like, cool, quit while I'm ahead? Now I go back into a pretty balanced out fund. Like, it's quite interesting. The psychology well, that's of it, that that's, investor, sure. that's that investor behavior thing, isn't it? It's like, you know, that that's why you've always got to be revisiting the fundamentals and, you know, obviously the, the, always revisiting the business as a whole, um, you know, from a quantitative and a qualitative point of view and, and just reassessing, reassessing where you think the business is at and, 
and that's what Warren Buffett's managed to do for 80 years is uh, obviously buy long-term investments, but, you know, always sit there at the, at the top and just reassessing them and, and just making sure um, if they still, you know, meet all his criteria and if they do, then keep them. And if they don't sell them off and, and find the next one. So it, it is, yeah, it takes extreme discipline and uh, mental fortitude to, to, to be able to do that for such a long period. So Matt Connors from the South Sydney Rabbitohs has asked any share tips coming into the recession, Frosty. Do you get asked that a little bit um, in, in regards to right recessions on the way? I see you've got a good blog on the website as well if people want to read that about investing during a recession. Yeah, why don't we get that? Why don't we get that up? Why don't we get that up? That's a good one. Oh yeah, you so that, be able to pull that up. Yeah, can you see? Does that come up? Here we go. Ten things to consider when investing during a recession. Did you write this, or did Chat GPT write this? This is a Chat GPT special. Wow! Here we go. Talk to me. Show us what do we got. So, uh, Mr. So, so the lovely man uh, Fat Cat asked that question before. So um, make sure you jump on here, Fat Cat, and uh, have a good read. But um, yeah, look, I, I guess the the big thing for me is. Um, what I'm always trying looking at is if I've got some cash on hand and I can find an investment that's you know relatively uh, valued relatively you know uh, cheap, I'll, I'll look at buying it. And it's and it has to be something that I understand as well. So for me, um, th- that that crosses off crypto. So it's kind of finding what my circle of competence is, um, something that I understand, and if I can get it at a decent price and I've got the cash on hand then I'm going to buy it. And now is actually, you know, over the next 12 to 18 months, you could say, you know, now's a really good time to buy, especially if, you know, markets do go down because, you know, things will look a little bit, uh, you know, better from a price point of view. But, you know, 10 tips are uh, understand the nature of the recession. Uh, two, assess your risk tolerance. Three, diversify your portfolio. Four, focus on quality. Um, five, be patient, which is, you know, a key one. Uh, six, look for bargains. Seven, keep an eye on interest rates. Eight, watch for government stimulus. And nine, keep some cash on hand. And 10, seek professional advice. So uh, 10 things to consider when investing during a recession. Thank you, chat GBT. Wow, outstanding. From all of the answers all over the internet, pulled all together for the learning of the people. Are you, um, in terms of your clients, mate, are you getting anyone a bit shaky, you know, wanting to move their KiwiSaver around? Like any any themes that you're seeing at the moment? Um, more, more so just from people nearing retirement. So people in their early 60s uh, and, and that have kind of nearing that kind of age where they can take their KiwiSaver out, just making sure they're in the right profile based on when they're going to be withdrawing. Some of them are going, oh, look, Ed, I'm probably not going to take it till I'm 70 now, um, so we can keep a little bit more risk on. But if they are kind of, look, I'm definitely taking the money at 65, they're 63, then it's a conversation, hey, look, well, should we move you into a conservative strategy now? and kind of take a bit of risk off the table. So they're kind of more, it's more the people at those at those withdrawal stages, so first home or retirement, they're the kind of tricky conversations. The, the people that have 10, 15, 20 years plus, um, my my message is, you know, keep contributing. If you can contribute 6, 8 or 10% of your wage, uh, then, then, you know, and, and that's, and KiwiSaver is going to be kind of your main vehicle for retirement, then do it. 
uh, because effectively when the market does come back, you, you know, you're going to, you're going to see a big uptick. Uh, and there is another good article that, um, that we wrote uh, on the blog. It's called the genius of regular saving. So um, it's probably one of the bed blo better blogs that we've written. Uh, so have definitely have a read, read of that because that, that effectively just talks about dollar cost averaging and how uh, your internal rate of return, even if the, a share goes up 0% over two years, um, you can still make money. I know it doesn't make sense when I say it like that, but read the article and, and it will. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to see if I can share something with you and uh, I'll just take the piss out of myself because this is quite, oh, I might not be able to, oh, can we? Oh, no, I can't. I need to change some sister, system preferences. I um, was going to show like the importance of dollar cost averaging because I, for a uh, while now, my partner and I, we've been uh, saving into um, two different funds and we picked one each. And one of them was the Smart Shares US Large Growth Fund. And I realized today that like we literally started investing basically at the absolute top of the market. And then we've just been buying every month uh, into both funds and basically just buying the whole way down. And then the other month, I said to her, your one sucks. This US Growth Fund is just getting fucking rammed. Let's just take it all out. <laughs> And, and we'll put it into cash and then we'll use that because we're going on holiday. So we want to use that for the holiday. And anyway, this would have been, uh, this was 6th of January that I pulled it all out. So a month and say 15 days, right? But then last night we booked the, uh, all the flights. Hopefully she's not listening or her sister because I'm being the shit. But anyway, I literally just liquidated all of the things that we'd been buying over the last year this goes on for. I'd love to show you the graph. We'll have to do it another time. And literally, <laughs> the day that I sold, the market has turned around and gone from $6.40 these years through to $7.40. So oh. a good 20%. And it shows like it's a good example of kind of if, if we're buying each week on the way in probably should be selling each week on the way out as well or, or even like you know every every uh seven days etc rather than just being like right all out on this day so in that time we've effectively probably missed out on that's probably cost us a thousand dollars so that's a bit brutal uh when i admit that one around the, on the home front at some stage but you know it's always easy this could then come back down right but um it just uh, it's another one of those good lessons of kind of trying to be consistent with the things that you're doing because as soon as you try and time things to a T, especially I notice with myself, I seem to nail them in the worst possible way. I'm either way too yeah. early or way too late. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's definitely time in the market. I think if you miss like, you miss the best month out of every 12 months for you know 10 years, uh, you're effectively you've got nothing so it all happens in short short periods and just by, by being out of the market for one day let alone you know a, a month can cost you big time so it's just all yeah. about holding hodling hodling forever you never learn sell. so much <laughs> never sell yeah and it like you you learn so much investing because another example from my side right like i sort of thought for years i've been keeping an eye an eye on arvita 
uh, who are in that retirement space. Then I'm thinking, well, like we're always talking about how we've got an aging population here. Everyone's getting older. They're going to need this sort of support. And I'm thinking this thing just has to be a sitting duck. This is a home run. So I'm buying Ryman. I'm buying Arvita. I'm buying some Oceania Healthcare. And I don't even really know what the fuck the difference is between all of these places. But I'm like, they're looking after old people. This must be a good thing to invest in. But if I have a look at Arvita, down 32%. If I have a look at Oceania Healthcare, down 42.53%. My Ryman shares, I think they're down uh, something stupid like 50-something percent. But also... Ryman go to the market, right? And they say, we need nearly a billion bucks off the people of New Zealand. Can we get it? Yep, they can probably get it. But then that just ripples through the entire um, rest, rest home or rest care industry where then Oceania is, is dropping, uh, Arvida is dropping because people are probably freaking out, being like, shit, you know, property houses, are, are property prices are coming down. That's a lot of the value in that company and, and debt, Costs are going up, so that's going to impact their profit. And even being a CA, a chartered accountant, like I learned so much through investing, through um, just trying to understand what's happening for some of these massive businesses and then how it impacts the other businesses as well. And you don't get that if you don't invest and if you don't sort of take an interest in this space. And that's why I think, you know, you might – take a bit of a hiding every now in the market, but you have to understand what you're learning through the process too and how that could set you up massively later on in life. Yeah, well, you never, yeah, if you're, if you're investing in something and it's always going up, it's it's too good to be true and you're probably in Bernie Madoff's Ponzi scheme. So <laughs> if there's no volatility, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's something definitely wrong. So yeah, you you, you, need, a, you need a bit up and down to to. To, you know just keep things interesting as well so no it's it's all perfectly normal all right mate well as always if people want to chat to you they can reach out via the new updated website by the looks looks a little bit sexier than last time i was on here is that right yeah no we've given it a spruce up a little spruce up might uh, looks like you've used photoshop on your photo mate because you look way better on the website than on this webcam here so uh <laughs> <that's all> just... <laughs> Anyway, you've got uh, you've got a chat that clients can have with you, but you've also got a fact finder that people can do too, right? So they can actually go yeah, through. Yeah, so compoundwealth.co.nz forward slash KiwiSave. If you complete our fact find online, we'll send you a comprehensive report with retirement projections and a recommendation based on the strategy you should be in. And we compare that to your existing strategy as well uh, and just show you, you know, the key differences from a fee, asset allocation, performance point of view and we also kind of yeah we 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 make a recommendation based on your preferences so we ask questions like do you have a preferred new zealand owned and operated kiwisave provider provider that has an app and you know what's what's kind of key focus with your kiwisaver is it is it keeping is it having an ethical uh ethical strategy is it very performance driven um, and what we do as well, I think the, the biggest uh, value that we, ha- uh, we, we, we have is we actually get people out of kind of balanced and growth funds when, you know, if they do have 15 to 20 years uh, plus 
Um, we get them in those more, more aggressive KiwiSaver strategies where they have a higher allocation to growth assets because we know over time that they're going to get a better compounding rate of return. Uh, and effectively, the way that we do that is obviously we, you know, we tell them to go into these more aggressive strategies, uh, but we, we're there to hold their hand when markets are uh, you know, a little bit turmoil and we educate them so that when they do make the decision to go from say a balanced into an aggressive strategy they know why they're doing it and they actually understand what an aggressive kiwi save strategy is so um i think that's probably the biggest value that we that that, that i've made over the last five years is or six years that i've been uh, running this business is is making sure people understand kiwi saver better and then getting them into funds that are going to give them a better rate of return over the long term, because and and by doing that, um, you know, it's a it's a win win, and, and they're going to have more at retirement, and they're going to be better off. But the, but it's educating them and and making sure they understand what they're doing, and then obviously it's not as risky because risk comes from not knowing what you're doing. So when you educate, uh, you you slowly uh, you know people feel more comfortable taking on risk. Nice, mate. Oh, well, as always, it's good to tune in and uh, go through a couple of those blogs as well and, and see what's happening out there in the market and get uh, your insights into what Sharesies might be doing too because I'd say that a lot of people that have a Sharesies account are probably going to get bombarded to, to move over to... Oh, yeah, they'll definitely team. get bombarded by them. Um, so stay away for the time being until they kind of have a proper unique selling point. I do think there's better providers out there than, than Sharesies. They're not really... They don't really have a unique selling point yet apart from that they've got a sexy yeah. app. So... Um, yeah, yeah, don't get sold yet. I remember that, um, like a lot of people would say, Oh, I use the bank for my KiwiSaver because I like to be able to see what the balance is when I log into my internet banking. And I think, fuck, if that's literally how you pick your KiwiSaver provider, geez, <laughs> you're falling for it, hook, line, and sink it. But that, I reckon that will be a that will be to Shazzy's advantage if they do the same thing where you can kind of see what your KiwiSaver is off to the side and people will kind of, Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that'll be their main selling point for the time being. And then obviously when they roll out that that individual security selection, they'll get a few punters in there that think they can um, you know, be like Warren and, and then they'll end up not like Warren. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'll end up like who was the guy that Buffett was mates with and then he ended up sort of selling his shares back to Buffett and uh and Charlie Munger. I think he needed the cash. I can't remember the guy's name. Someone Gearin maybe. Oh, I'm unsure. Someone gearing? Yeah. Oh, well, mate, you have to go and do some more research anyway. Risk comes from not knowing what you're doing. I don't know at all. <laughs> no. Risk comes from not knowing what you're doing. Make sure you get in touch with someone like Adam if you do want to start playing around with your KiwiSaver because you don't want to look back and regret that. Uh, jump on his website and, and have a chat if you are stuck. It's no shame in putting up your hand and saying, hey, I have no idea what provider I'm with, how this all works. Please help me. Uh, that's what Adam and his team are there to help people with. But thank you for your time as always, mate. And we'll tune in later on in the year. And I'll let you know whether I'm still down only 6% or hopefully up 6%. Thanks, Mike.